Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, we're talking about the top 10 things we recommend for postpartum healing. Now, these are not necessarily your standard answers, such as long pads and mesh underwear. We put some thought into the not-so-obvious things that help both of us out as we recovered from birth. I'll let you know right now that this is a two-part episode, so if you enjoy this week's episode, make sure you turn into next week as well. We also want to mention that with this episode, we have a free download on our website, bestlifemomsclub.com, so head on over there and print it out. Lastly, this episode is all about postpartum recovery. What we don't mention in this episode is that it's a very important part of recovery is having a support system in place. And I'm not just talking about help at home, but a safe place to turn to when you have baby-related questions or even personal questions about your recovery a place where you can easily go because you're not being judged, a place where you can get support from other moms in the same baby stage as you, where mothers are sharing their own experiences and you can get some expert advice. Motherhood doesn't have to be scary, lonely, or overwhelming, which is why we created our Mommy Mentorship Program. And if you want more information on that, you can check it out on our website while you download the free checklist. I'll be honest, friends, this podcast and the mentorship program, we're not doing any of this for ourselves. I am past the baby stage. In fact, my toddler is nearing the end of diapers. Katie's currently in the baby stage with Maeve, but she's most likely done having kids. So this is not at all for us. This is for you. Helping new moms like you is where our heart is because we know that there are so many women out there struggling and alone on this motherhood journey and they don't need to be. If it's not with us, please find some other safe place where you can turn to so that you can feel confident and empowered in motherhood and really enjoy it because this is what we wish for you. With that, here is episode one. Postpartum recovery. You're going to have to think back a little bit because obviously Caroline is now two and a half. I am, as of recording this, nine weeks postpartum with Maeve, uh, so I'm a little bit more fresh and recent in this world, but it's still a really important topic, don't you think? Oh, it's incredibly important, and the thing is, like, postpartum recovery is more than just, you know, pads and mesh panties, right? There are things that actually make you feel good and are incredibly helpful to you. So I think we're kind of taking a more personal approach on what we found were the most helpful things when we were recovering. It's funny because there are things that 
are used commonly for vaginal births that you don't necessarily think you can use for C-sections. So one of my top five things is the peri bottle and very common to use with a vaginal birth. However, people don't necessarily think you need it with a C-section because the baby didn't come out of your vagina. However, you have all these stitches and an incision and uh, you're really sore. And so using a peri bottle cleans you well, you don't need to bend over to wipe, right? Yeah. So I found that hugely, that was hugely useful to me. And it was actually one of the nurses at the hospital that said you should use a peri bottle. Yeah, I, I, okay. I a hundred, hundred, hundred percent agree with the peri bottle on your, on your list. Um, I will say I did not know what the peri bottle was for when I had Freya. Cause it was in, in my like hospital room, like after in maternity and I got in there, I was like, Oh, okay. I never used it with Freya because I, no one explained it to me, but I took it home because I was like, I'm going to steal everything I possibly can from the hospital. I never used it with Freya um, like as a peri bottle because I didn't know what it was for. It turned into a bath toy <laughs> for Freya as she <laughs> got older because um, it had so many like little holes in it and the lit like in the spout. So you could just like, it was a great little like spray tool for her to like play with and she loved it. So it was for the a very long time, uh, a bath toy. <laughs> um, I feel so stupid saying that, but it's true. I didn't know what it was for. No one explained it to me. Well, and, that's just it. They, and, if no one explains it, you don't know what it is. No. And like, I barely saw a postpartum nurse because I was in the nursery and for whatever reason. And yeah, like nobody stayed over with me when I was in the hospital, like postpartum with uh, Freya. So I was there by myself. Nobody explained this to me. Um, but it does make a really fun little bath toy for free, but take it. (laughs) Um, but I a hundred percent agree with the peri bottle. And actually now there has been kind of an elevation to the peri bottle, which I thought about buying this time around, but I didn't because I was like, I'm going to get a free one from the hospital. So I'm not going to spend the money, but I do know that, um, there are ones that have like a, a, almost like a bendy straw that hook up in a soft like little check mark so that you can angle you can squeeze it without having to like how can I explain this to listeners like because I'm trying to act it out does it give a better angle is that what it does yes it gives it a better angle so like the bottle remains completely upside down and gravity then forces it through the straw so that you can angle it and it just shoots so you get better power and better spray Um, as opposed to like a traditional peri bottle where you're spraying upwards against fighting against gravity. I hope that makes sense to our listeners. It does make sense. Um, So like you can buy, I I think the it's Frida mama who has who like off the top of my head, who have this peri bottle that you squeeze and you kind of angle it and it's you squeeze down and gravity pushes it out through the straw and you get a better angle, I would assume probably a lot less like thigh spray because you're shooting blind even when you're like you're using the peri bottle and you're pointing it down you're right it can only go whatever way you tilt it whereas if you have a bendy straw you could point it back further if you're trying to go back further 
I would think it would also be better for recovering with a C-section because you're not leaning forward maybe and like hunching into uncomfortable positions, trying yeah. to maneuver the bottle. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like Frida needs to send us one so we can try it even, even though. Yeah, I will totally it. use it. I'm, yeah, I'd still try it just to see what it's like. Yeah. Like compare, you know what I'm, I've seriously been thinking, I'm like, I want a bidet, like forget this toilet paper stuff. I want a bidet because like I came to the realization when I was pregnant, especially with Maeve this time that like, it's so hard, even when you're pregnant to like get a nice, like clean wipe. And like, I was, there were so many times where I was like, oh, I just wish I had a bidet or a bidet attachment where I could just spray clean instead of having to wipe. I'm tired of this toilet paper stuff. And so yeah, Frida, mama, if you want to send me a, uh, a Perry bottle, I'll use it. Just to check it out, like yeah. and report back. Huh, yeah. Interesting. Totally agree with the Perry bottle. I did use it for Finn and for, and Maeve, but because I knew then what it was for. Um, and it makes, it makes a massive difference. Also, just make sure you use warm water, not hot, because that is just like yeah. very, very painful where you're like, oh, in the middle of the night, you're like, oh, this water feels like warm. And then you squeeze and you're like, oh God, it's, it's burning. Because if it's especially if you have stitches, yeah. So, um, use warm water and good uh, tip. Yeah, tip warm water, but I totally agree with the Perry bottle. Good choice. So, what do you have on your list? Okay, so my first one is ice packs. I am a huge fan of ice packs postpartum. Uh, and like, it could just be, it doesn't have to be anything special. It doesn't have to be a padsicle. I'm talking ice packs. The gel ones that you can reuse are great. Um, and it's for sitting on. So it really helps with um, vaginal swelling. If you're just like sore and tender, it can help with hemorrhoids, just like to kind of ease swelling. But, you know, ones that you find in the lunch in the lunchbox, if they're gel, I would highly recommend the gel ones as opposed to like the hard plastic ones. You can wrap them in a, in a thin towel just so you don't get any frostbite or you just wear them with like you sit on it with, with your pants on or just your underwear on. When you were doing this while you were pregnant with Maeve at least. Yes. And it was a lifesaver and a game changer. And I was like, I would jokingly say to you, like my new favorite pastime is icing my vagina <laughs> when I was pregnant um, because I was, I had such circulation issues in this pregnancy that I had to like, you know, we've talked before about how I had to get compression tights and like that. I just had so much swelling up varicose veins and spider veins and and I just had a, as a friend would call a puff puss, um, because I was so, so swollen. Um, just the lower half of me was just so swollen. So I was icing and sitting on ice packs while I was pregnant. And it was like the most glorious thing. And it made a huge, huge difference. Um, so ice packs. And one of the tips that I got from one of the nurses with Finn postpartum was when you're in the, if you don't have um, ice packs with you at the hospital, you can get, uh, a ask for a rubber glove and have them fill it up with ice and then just tie off the rubber glove and sit on a rubber glove. It works perfectly. I was doing that while I was in the NICU, but also ice packs are really good too, to help with as your milk is coming in. Another tip from nurses that I got was as your milk is coming in after you nurse or pump, 
to ice my breasts to try and help with the engorgement pain. And it made a, a very big difference. So like with Freya, especially, and I did it with Finn in the NICU as well. I would like, after I would pump, I would then freeze my boobs with cold towels soaked with freezing cold water and ice and wrap that on them for about five minutes just to kind of ease some of the swelling. And so ice packs, huge, huge, huge for me. Yeah, I didn't have to use ice packs, but I didn't have a vaginal birth. I did use the Lanish breast pads that go around like the nipple. Yeah, I used those for when I was trying to get my milk in. I know if you've listened to the podcast before, I pumped for a little bit, but I did not breastfeed as much as I tried. So, uh, yeah, but definitely I know you use ice packs a lot. I do use ice packs and I actually have two packs of those Lanish breast pads and we still use them almost on a daily basis because they're all still in my freezer and they're our go-to like when someone gets hurt, ice packs. <laughs> That's what they're ours too. Yeah. They're small and they fold. So they're easy to, to put in the freezer. Yeah. And to manipulate around different injuries on the kids and stuff. So yeah, those ice, those gel packs are awesome. They come in packs of two, obviously, because most people have two breasts. I had two packs of them because I was using them so often, but yeah, they're great. Great, great. So what's your second? So my second one would be, I had a postpartum ab system because uh, I had a C-section and it was from Bellies Inc, B-E-L-L-I-E-S Inc. And it was like a wrap and it just supported my body as I was recovering and as my abs were closing back together and stuff. And I felt that it really helped. It made me feel a lot better and feel supported uh, as things shifted. And I know with the twins, like I could feel my organs shifting and at some, it would feel really what? weird. Yeah. There was a couple nights w- where I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like my, like I, I feel really weird inside. And my mom's like, I think your organs are shifting. What? Yeah. With the twins, it didn't happen with Caroline. It was, it wasn't a nice feeling. So I'm kind of glad it didn't happen the second time, but I, diligently was wrapping myself with their with the wrap and then they have like these um oh an ab tank that goes with it what's an ab tank uh, it was like you put the ab tank on oh over top. like it just a tank helps. like a tank top yeah but your boobs are like cut out I guess so for like breastfeeding it's just to kind of like support your stomach and then you wrap yourself oh yeah this is and blowing it, it, my mind it totally helped because I know like they always say for C-sections, you should get some sort of like support or it's recommended to get some sort of support girdle. And my mother-in-law actually was the one who bought this for me. She had gone to a physiotherapist and she was talking about me having the twins and I mean, a C-section and the, the physical therapist suggested that she, that I get this. And so uh, she actually said to me, like, have you looked into it? And I had kind of looked into some systems and she said, well, this is the one that her physical therapist recommended. So that's the one I ended up going with and it was really good. So, and you probably remembered, you, if you think back, you probably do remember me wearing it because it I, would be a little bit bulky under clothes, but I'd wear it at home all the time. Like, I remember you talking about like your wrap 
but like, I didn't realize it was a part of a whole system. That's crazy. Yeah. It was the tank top and then the wrap. And there actually was an exercise program, which I totally didn't do, um, that would help you as well. But especially with the twin, well, both times I just was so busy that I, I really didn't have time to start exercising once I was cleared for the six weeks. So exercise kind of went out the window, but, yeah. uh, but it definitely, I felt, I feel like it supported me as my body was kind of like shifting back into my new normal shape. Would you sleep in it? I did. Yes. Really? Yeah. So you wore it like 24 seven. Yeah. For like the first six weeks, at least wow. maybe, I think even longer. It was a actual system and it told you how long to like do stuff for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it probably would have been even more effective had I done some of the exercises. But like I said, like with two babies, I just, yeah. And then once Caroline came along, I told myself, yeah, you got to just spend like 15 or 20 minutes a day. And then of course I ended up with like, I had two, two year olds and a baby, like <laughs> who has time to exercise. So um Yeah. But totally helpful. Interesting. And what was the, what was it called? It was from Belly's Inc. It's actually a Canadian company. They do ship worldwide. They're on the West Coast. I want to say Vancouver. Probably. BC area is where they are. So that's interesting. Yeah, definitely check into Belly's, the Belly system. If you're thinking of getting a postpartum girdle or some sort of system to just to help you know, put your abs and stuff back together. Well, like I know that I've seen and I've read like that um, a lot of people really like doing, you know, like tummy trainers, but I, you know, the idea of it coming from a recommendation of, I feel like there's, you know, cosmetic tummy trainers, like postpartum, like girdles and tummy trainers that maybe don't necessarily are just kind of wrapped and just kind of holding you there. But that fact that it was recommended by a physiotherapist that I, I would trust that a lot more than just like scrolling through the internet and being like, oh, okay, I'll try this one. Yeah. And I actually, don't quote me on this, but I actually think the women who invented it were physical therapists too, hmm. right? It really is to like, it's not to shrink you and, you know, make you all tight or anything. It is to help you put things back together properly, right? Like to kind of avoid getting ab separation and stuff right like right. Hmm. yeah interesting so yeah, yeah it was it was really good and I definitely recommend it like you can use it if you have a vaginal birth but definitely like if you're having a c-section was it okay with your c obviously it was okay with your c-section scar because you were at 24 7 yeah yeah because it wasn't it wouldn't irritate it and I would have a pad over top of my scar as well just to cushion the scar protect it right so yeah I was pretty pretty well wrapped up so I can see why that's on your top five list for sure yeah it was it was definitely worth it and like I have no clue what my body would have been like if I didn't use it but like I just know like especially with the twins like I could like feel everything shifting again right because with the twins there's less space and Yeah. I was actually kind of worried that with Caroline, I'd have that feeling again for a few days and I never had it. So that is so freaky. That really really is so weird. I've never heard you say that at all. Like you never told me that you felt your organs moving back into place. That's blowing my mind right now. It was so weird. And like, it was not, not at all a nice feeling that I thought 
that like like I would have to like sleep in the fetal position oh yeah because I just like if I was like I don't know it was something about being in the fetal position made me feel I don't know <laughs> better well the fetal position is a very comforting position hence the reason yeah. why you know yeah I remember sleeping in the fetal position the couple nights that I remember feeling that way oh my gosh that does not sound nice yeah. Yeah, well, it wasn't nice. Yours sounds like anyways. Yours sounds so much more impactful than my next, uh, my next top five. <laughs> so my next one is kind of the is the complete opposite of ice packs. It's heating pads, um, <laughs> because I really noticed with Maeve especially, I craved having like a hot like kind of magic bag or like a hot bean bag where you microwave it for two minutes, get super hot and like for sore muscles. And I was just, my back was so achy and I just needed kind of that comfort. And maybe it was because with Frey and Finn, I didn't have the option of, you know, put being home and using my microwave bag to like, you know, for sore muscles with my neck and everything. I didn't have that option and being home, I was like, oh, I could really use this. But for, with Maeve, I, the heating pad was a massive, massive asset to my recovery because my, my back was really sore, I think from my epidurals probably, and all the holes that were, was in my back. So that, that, and then I would, so I would like heat up my back and then I would also use it. And like I said, with, you know, how I used to use ice packs on my breasts for swelling with engorgement, I would also use the heating pads before I would nurse or pump. Um, just to like soften up the engorgement and make it a little bit easier, get the milk flowing a little bit more. And that was actually a trick, just like the trick of like soaking towels in the hospital with ice cold water and then wrapping them that way from the nurse. Um, the same nurse told me like, this is what you need to do because of how engorged I was with Freya um, and how rock hard my boobs were. So I had this like heating, the system of, I would, get scolding hot water from the shower in the hospital, soak that with soak two towels like that, or soak one towel with scolding hot water, wrap it on my chest, put a dry second towel um, on top of it to kind of insulate it. And that was used to like soften the engorgement, make it a little bit, my milk and like the colostrum to flow a little bit easier. Um, and then I would nurse or pump. And then I would use those freezing cold towels. That was when I was in the hospital, but at home I would use a heating pad. Like I used a heating pad this time where it was just like, I would lay it across my chest. It would just soften my boobs up a little bit and it was just comforting. And then even when I wasn't nursing, I would heat it up and I would just lay it across my torso and like my, my lower abdomen just to like kind of ease any like you know, residual contractions or cramping, um, because like with the postpartum bleeding and just ease muscles and just like, you know, there's something so like grounding and comforting of something like warm against your like core. And so a heating pad was massive. And it was also really beneficial too, for me and still is because with my neck and my shoulders, I hold a lot of tension in my neck and my shoulders. And I always have, I know that, but like, you know, positioning me and any baby for feeding, you're kind of straining your shoulders and your neck into different positions. And then like, if you're nursing, you know, I look down and I watch Maeve a lot. And as a new mom, 
who's learning how to breastfeed, you're going to be hunched and you're going to be looking over trying to figure out, do you have a good latch? And then you're in pain, like you have nipple pain. And so you're kind of hunching, trying not to pull away from the pain, but it's still there, but you're trying to keep the nipple in the mouth. And so you're contorting yourself and holding a lot of tension in your shoulders. Um, and the heating pad makes a big, big difference. Along with the ice pack, a heating pad is a must have for me. I'm not, and you know, uh, one that you just toss in the microwave is, is great. It's something that I use and was using multiple times a day on my lower back, my, my breasts and, and my abdomen just for comfort. Yeah. So the heating pad was a big one for me. Makes sense because like, even if you aren't pregnant like heat you're right provides comfort right a hot shower or like going for a massage like a hot stone massage right like heat provides warmth which gives us comfort so that mm-hmm. makes total sense and it breaks up tension too and there's a like you know your body's going through so much and and it helps even with um you know your body from giving birth your muscles are going to be sore and heating and Heating and icing is part of any injury recovery, right? Like if you have a sports injury, what do you do? You ice and you heat. Um, So like it totally makes sense for it to be an important part of postpartum recovery. So what's your next one? So next on my list, I have stool softeners. And I know you'll agree with this because we are both big fans of stool softeners. Can I get an amen? Because yes, <laughs> it is. Uh, yes, stool softeners. So stool softeners, like the first poo that you have after you give birth, whether you give birth vaginally or C-section, it is going to hurt. It is painful. It is it is not very fun. It's just awful. So it's scary if you have stitches, you're like, oh my God, am I going to blow out my stitches? yeah it's it's just horrible and like I didn't have hemorrhoids till after I had the the boys and I think it may have been caused by my poo after like it was just horrible and that was me taking stool softeners like as soon as your baby comes like start on the stool softeners and be regular with it for the first little bit because yeah the first few poos are pretty hard I really struggled especially with the first poop And like, I didn't get one from your nurse. Sometimes I think I got one with Freya because I was in the hospital. I had a postpartum nurse, but with Finn, I didn't have any postpartum care because I discharged myself at four hours or five hours after delivering him. And so they were like, well, if you have any issues, you just have to go to the emergency room because you've signed a waiver that you're giving up any care. And so like, I didn't have anybody be like, here, take a stool softener. So I didn't have any issues while pregnant. It was just the, for me, it was the first few poops after giving birth. But like, yeah, the first few poops are doozies. So, and well, like, there's no way around it except taking stool softeners. Well, and the thing is too, right? And with, with prenatal vitamins, part so part of it is like, part of it is while you're pregnant, your digestive tract slows down. So it pulls every possible nutrient out of what you, your food, right? And so that, it slows down. It gets your, your, um, poop is harder just because of the slower tract, which makes it, it gets more compacted. Um, but then add on top of it, your prenatal vitamin, which has iron in it and iron. One of the side effects of taking iron is difficulty pooping. 
Um, so that's a very common side effect. If you take any type of iron supplement is, or if you get extra iron supplement, if you're, um, anemic in your pregnancy and you're, you have to take extra iron, they usually will say, okay, you have to take extra iron, but you also need to take stool softeners because iron to anyone pregnant or not makes, makes poops very hard and very difficult to, to pass. Um, so just by continuing your prenatal vitamin, which is highly recommended by practically, I would be, I would venture to say every doctor, um, but like to continue that at least for the first six weeks to help you kind of just get your body leveled out. And if you're breastfeeding to continue the entire time you're breastfeeding. Um, but if you're taking your prenatal vitamin, that often is connected to challenges or difficulty with pooping. So stool softeners. So that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm still taking it is because even though I'm nine, nine weeks postpartum, I'm still taking stool softeners every night because I know with my body reacts and slows down so much with my prenatal vitamins that I need to, I need the stool softeners. Interesting. And it was also okayed by my doctor at the six week checkpoint that, um, I said like, I'm still taking these. Is that okay? And he says, totally fine. Continue. He says, you're probably going to have to for quite a while while you're taking, because you're still taking your breastfeeding and taking your, po- your, uh, prenatal vitamin. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of that pregnancy podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.